Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man for like 22 minutes to maybe a half an hour of this podcast, the Crazy Dre, the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, uh, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast, where you can find me on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Uh, I do have uh, a Buzzsprout account. So they kind of like try to distribute my stuff out there. As you can tell, I have a little speech impairment for your first time listeners. And uh, long story short, I was born with a disability. I created this podcast for all of you people out there who are disabled, especially men who are disabled, who are born with with a disability, especially men who are with a disability. This is really for them or for us. I don't think there's a platform for us unless you're hyper-intelligent, disabled person where no one can actually understand you because you're so intelligent. But this is really for the average guy who have average jobs and have an average life and who just average. Everything's average. So I, <clears throat> I wanted to start out that I'm doing this podcast on a Wednesday morning. And I'm doing it on the day that I'm supposed to put my next episode onto the platforms. And I'm doing that now because today's my day off. And the very good thing about working in this this hospital hospital setting is that I have to work every other weekend. So Wednesdays are the weekends that I have to work. So today's my day off. So... This is why I'm doing it from this point of view. And it's in the morning. And I usually wait till the afternoon to do this stuff. But today I'm doing it early in the morning. Um, I want to start out with just saying that um, moving downtown has been a very refreshing thing for me. Uh, I think when I was younger. Well, I know when I was younger. When I was in my 20s, I had a lot of fun going out, drinking a lot going out with my f- friends, trying to hook up with girls, but, you know, wobbly me had a more difficult time doing that. But by the time I hit my 30s, I became really kind of a of a jerk, like a sarcastic jerk that was funny, but really just rude, I guess. And I couldn't tone it down, so... I had no filters, I guess. I was almost like an adolescent four-year-old who would just say the obvious. And the obvious was kind of a really not sensitive to the person I was talking to or about. But I've noticed that in my 30s, I've kind of you know, started to change and I've lived in the smaller city outside Grand Rapids in Wyoming for like 15 years. And out of this 15 years, I've noticed that my life was just kind of like slowing down. And it wasn't because I had kids and it wasn't because I had a wife and I have neither neither of that. It's because I didn't feel it was okay for me to go out and and be socializing with people. The bars that I did go to were for 
people who were settled in in their own environment. They had kids in high school. They had kids moving out of uh, out of the out of the house, and basically, they were empty nesters. But a lot of people at this bar were were regulars. But they didn't do much. They just talked about work or they talked about how much they didn't like Trump or Biden or COVID-19 stuff. And it was just on and on and on. It was just so ridiculous. And then I kind of thought, you know what? I need to move downtown. And I wanted to do this because I wasn't being invited to anything within in that scenery of the bar that I used to go to. So if I if they knew I like to go golfing, they wouldn't invite me. If I if I wanted to go to any type of an event that they know that I liked or like a concert, I was never invited to that. I was never invited to anything because why would you invite a crippled guy to hang out with you? Even though he knows more about baseball and football and basketball whatever so those are the type of people just totally ignored me they just they saw me there they talked to me but i was never invited to their inner circle and basically i i've got a 3 and 0 fantasy football league or that i'm involved in a f- fantasy football league and i'm 3 and 0 and all these yahoos who I know of who think they know what they're talking about, they keep losing to me. I don't know why that is. Maybe they suck at their jobs as well. But so I moved downtown, and I just, the energy that I get from people down here is very positive. And maybe it's because they're not settled in in their own life. They're relatively younger they have much more of an optimistic personalities. Uh, they're not uh, fronted with huge disappointments. Um, they're just, I feel like even though I'm living right next to a homeless shelter, uh, even the people in within the city of the district are much more capable of of reaching out to everybody. And, um, but last night I decided to go out to, to this bar that I go to watch football or baseball. And, and I decided to do this because I didn't want to waste my time in my own apartment and sitting around and watching baseball at home or whatever. So I went to this bar called the glass house on Michigan and 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 they had trivia night. And I don't do trivia. I'm not that. I don't have that brain set to remind or to remember uh, stuff that doesn't matter. But I went to it. I listened to the questions. I was watching the uh, the Tigers and the Royals and the Blue Jays and, uh, and the Yanks, the Yankees. And uh, I I had a conversation with uh, two... Uh, two guys of the left of me and I think they're both are construction workers and 
they basically were uh, talking about uh, uh, Aaron Judge, who's trying to hit his 61st home run. And we kind of, like, I kind of know that the Yankee Stadium is built that the air carries the ball. It, it has some uh, air demonics, or I can't even say pronounce the word at all, but the ball carries to the right side of the fo- of of the baseball field. So anytime anyone hits it and makes a good contact with the ball and hits the ball to the right fence, the ball carries out. It's very known for that. Old Yankee Stadium was known for that. And the new one that they built is known for this as well. So we kind of just said, like, yeah, he might be overrated. He's got to be like 6'6", 230, just pure muscle or mus- a lot of muscle. But the thing is, like, that, those moments is what I'm living for. Just having small conversations with people, just anybody. And when you go to a place like I used to go to in Wyoming, People didn't care. People like, oh, people just talk about, oh, did you see what Gretchen did or, or what Biden did? Or you, and they always put these weird uh, political stuff online. I mean, on Facebook, and they always clearly think that they know what they're talking about. But moving downtown, I had a great conversation with two guys, and so when I left. That bar, I had food there as well at the glass house. So when I went to that bar, I went to Duke's. And Duke's is right next door. And and the guy that I was sitting to the left of me again, he he noticed I was playing this golf game. And, and you know, the game was still on between the Blue Jays and, um, and, and the Yankees. So I was watching that. And I decided to have one drink and go to... Uh, and go to um, and go home. And then I saw that Grand Rapids Brewing Company was still open, which I was, that's amazing. It's a Wednesday, no, it's a Tuesday night, and nine out of ten restaurants on, on Anonia are closed. And basically, when I went in there, I was sitting, uh, I, I took a seat at the bar, I was sitting next to this young lady and she was telling me that she grew up in Sterling Heights or somewhere within 20, 30 minutes away from Detroit. And uh, I don't know where she lived. She told me, but her and her husband moved to Grand Rapids for a job that he took. And she's a bartender at the Grand Rapids Brewing. And basically, it was just a really neat conversation that I had with her. And she thought that Grand Rapids, the people on this side of the state were much more uh, easygoing, more uh, capable of talking to each other, creating small talk. And, And I'm going to tell you why that is. The reason why that is is because we have a convention center it's called the DeVos Convention Center. And they have all types of conventions. They have the gun and the the gun convention. They have the wedding conventions. They have the car conventions. They have 
anything that you can think of, anything with health or women's health or men's health or anything that you can pop in your brain. And we have like eight hotels in Grand Rapids, downtown. And downtown Grand Rapids is a little fractional size of what Detroit is. So Detroit has like 600,000 people, but downtown probably has maybe 200,000 people that live downtown Detroit. And then the outskirts of Detroit, there's your other 300,000. But Detroit as a as a landmass is a lot larger than Grand Rapids. So the people that live downtown, there's probably less and more maybe let's say I would say maybe 20, 30,000 people that live in Grand Rapids. So Grand Rapids is divided in three. So Kentwood is considered Grand Rapids. Part of Wyoming is considered Grand Rapids. Part of Walker is still, for some reason, considered Grand Rapids, even though Walker is a whole different city. Yeah, town than anything else. So, so... Grand Rapids downtown is very small, but when there's a convention or the weekends come up, people just go into it full, full course. Like you're taking your ACT test or the SAT test or ACT test. So the other thing that's cool about Grand Rapids right now is that they have Art Prize. Art Prize brings a lot of people in from around the world, around the states, that put their art on display. There's rules, so you need to go to artprize.com to know those rules. And people can walk around to different restaurants, different venues, uh, different museums. Um, uh, we also have the Grand, uh, Gerard Ford Museum, which is the one of our president's I think he's the 38th president of the United States that took over Nixon's um, seat after Nixon was impeached or after Nixon resigned from office. Uh, but there's conventions everywhere. There's just places for you. Well, there's one convention place, but there's places that people can go to eat and drink and have a cup of coffee. Uh, coffee in this town is just popping up just huge coffee shops college kids go there a lot of regular people that uh the regulars who come who live downtown they go to the to their own coffee shop i love my coffee well i like to go out to eat but i like coffee to read or do my podcast and uh so that's what i that's what i do So, excuse me for a second. I had to get a drink of coffee. But, so, the whole premise of Grand Rapids is about being positive. And when I was talking about that girl that was talking to the Grand Rapids Brewing Company, she was just telling me that people up here are just a lot more friendlier. I do think that if you go towards Holland and Jenison, people are much more reserved. Especially if you don't know them as individuals out there it's very dutch it's very conservative 
It's very hyperbred Christian reform when you go to your, towards the lake shore, Lake Michigan. And basically, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's just what it is. Where Grand Rapids, you can literally sit next to somebody and have a conversation about a game or something and just talk about games or talk about sports or even talk about anything that you want to talk about. Uh, about four nights ago, I went to the Glass House bar and uh, I was talking to this guy and we just came across this the movies that he wants to see and he's always watched Elvis Presley's movies and I'm relatively a huge Elvis Presley fan of his voice. I think his voice is profoundly the best in the world. Of course, you could argue like Whitney Houston and Julio Iglesias. But when it comes down to Elvis's voice, it just sounds very pure, very genuine. It sounds like he's singing to his fans. And of course, he had the coolest look and hair in the world. And he always made it look easy to have a girlfriend. So clearly that's why I liked him. But uh, but he was telling me, this guy was telling me, like he, he wants to go see all these Elvis movies. And he, and he tried to tell me that he thinks that people who are impersonating Elvis Presley are honoring him. And there, that's why there's so many impersonators out there. And I totally disagree with him. I'm like, come on. There's got to be some mental illness if you go out of your way to dye your hair, to make your eyebrows black, to make your skin tone tan. And you literally are changing your whole identity for someone that does not exist anymore. And someone that clearly didn't enjoy his life towards the end of his life of his lifetime. And to me that's kinda sad. It's kinda sad you see a guy who just happens to be the most popular man in the world. All his friends want him to go on stage. His manager, Tom Parker, probably the most evil man in the world as a as a manager for Elvis. Look it up. Tom Parker owned fifty percent of what Elvis ever made on stage or in the music or in the recording studio. So essentially if Tom Parker was going broke, he needed Elvis on stage. The more money Tom Parker spent, the more time Elvis was on on stage and or in the movies and whatever. So as most of us know that managers are supposed to only receive around 15% of your of your income. And then the rest goes to the artists, and then the rest goes to the writers and the record companies. So, but Elvis was just Elvis. He could always bring people together, kind of like Michael Jackson. Could always bring people together, watch they could always watch him and and be entertained by him or by them and it's just an easy going thing to do just to w- 
listen to some guy and watch Michael Jackson dance. And that's why people love those two guys because it was entertainment. And they had both had really good voices. And uh, But basically, this is why I moved downtown. I moved downtown so I could have conversation with people. I didn't think it was healthy for me to sit around my house or my apartment and just sit there. Just didn't think so. I know so. So what I would do is I would work my shifts, come home, watch sports, watch more sports, watch more sports, and then I would go to bed. And then the only times I went out was when on the weekends, but I went to a boring regular bar and the bar itself, there's like 99% of men and there's like two women that are overage, kind of like they're past their prime. Clearly they both are about like fifty, six years old, but they didn't but they don't have husbands or boyfriends, so they're one of us. So that bar itself is nice. I love the food. I'm not gonna tell you the bar because I'm kinda dogging the people there. I'm just not gonna say it. So the people there are relatively okay, but they're very, very, like, smoggish. So coming down here, I'm talking to people I've never known, that I've never gone and talked to again. I'm never going to talk to anybody ever again. Those people, that's what's so great about Grand Rapids. There's always someone new to talk to, and there's always someone to want, someone having a conversation with. And... And then you move on. So I, I encourage men <clears throat> who are disabled to do what I'm doing, to go out. Not just to your regular bar with your buddies because your buddies just going to get hammered and then you're just going to have to babysit the guy. Go to a, like places where you're going to see the opposite sex, where you can have a conversation with different women and maybe one of these times, those one of those girls are going to have say, hey, what's your number? So, so, blah, blah, and she's single, blah, blah, blah. It could happen. So, if, if, you're, if you're a guy who wants to understand what it's like to be disabled, keep listening. I'm going to keep telling you about it. I'm going to use this platform. It's kind of like going to be my journal. In my journal, people used to write in the journals. I'm going to, I'm going to put it on, on tape. Well, back in the day, you used to put things on tape. Like you're recording in the studio, but since we don't use tape no more, but we use software, this is what we, that's what I'm talking about. So if you listen to it, if you like it, give me a shout out. You can follow me on on Spotify, Andre's Podcast, Crazy Dre Podcast Show, uh, Apple Podcast, Crazy Dre Podcast Show. And then, of course, you can always find me on other platforms at Budge Sprout uh, distributes my stuff. Uh, you can send me an email at Show at gmail.com. Uh, peace.
peace, love. See, it's 24 minutes. I'm almost a little bit too long because I got to keep it short and sweet so that my, um, my listeners don't get bored. So, all right, peace, love, and I'm, and I'm out of here.